Good morning, everybody. Okay, so we've had two takers so far as far as the shirts go. We're looking for more. We've got three more weeks until we uh, give you guys the opportunity to vote on what you feel is the best um, representation of your church. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, so today we're going to welcome Miss Debbie Ruggles. Um, hello, Rosemarie and John. Good morning. <laughs> That's wonderful. That's wonderful. Um, okay, where was I? Okay, so the men the men met last Friday. Yes, this past Friday. Okay, um, I think that's the only announcements really that need to be made this morning. Um, so glad to see uh, Adrian and her husband and son, and thank you, Jesus, and uh, they're going to help this morning. Praise the Lord, and uh, um, so what we'll do is we'll do some worship, we'll take up our offering, and then Debbie's going to minister. Uh, she will be here this evening. I'm sorry, John? Yeah, that, we did that. We did that. Yeah, that, yes. <laughs> but we're going to do that again. Praise the Lord. Rosemary and John are here. All righty. Thank you, Jesus. Okay. All right, young lady. All right, praise God. Well, why don't we all stand, if you can and you want to. Praise God. Anytime you need to have a seat, you may do so. We're just going to worship the Lord a few minutes. Hallelujah. It's so good to be here. Ready? Here we go. We've waited for this day. We're gathered in your name, calling out to you. Your glory like a fire descending into desire. Hearts with truth. <laughs> You're the reason we're here. You're the reason we're singing. Open up the heavens. We want to see you. Open up the floodgates. A mighty river flowing from your heart, filling every part of our praise. Just one second. We're going to get the balance on these mics. Amen. If you could turn Carla up a little bit and Adrian down just a bit, that would be perfect. Thank you. Here we go. Verse 2. Your presence in this place, your glory on our face. We're looking to the sky. Yeah. Descending like a cloud, you're standing with us now. Lord, unveil our eyes. Yes, you're the reason. You're the reason we're here. 
praise and we're singing open up the heavens we want to see you open up the floodgates a mighty river flowing from your heart filling every part of our praise show us your glory show us show us your glory show us show us your power show us show us your glory lord yes lord show us your glory show us show us your glory show us show us your power show us yeah show us your glory lord one more time show us show us show us your glory show us show us your power show us show us your glory lord open up the heavens we want to see you open up the floodgates a mighty river flowing from your heart filling every part of our praise one more time open up the heavens open up the heavens we want to see you open up the floodgates a mighty river flowing from your heart yes feeling every part of our praise yes god open the eyes of my heart lord open the eyes of my heart i want to see you yes god i want to see you <laughs> hmm. open the eyes of my heart lord open the eyes of my heart i want to see you i want to see you. to see you high to see you high and lifted up yeah shining in the light of your glory pour out your power and love as we sing holy 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 open the eyes of my heart lord open the eyes of my heart <laughs> I want to see you. Yes, God. I want to see you. One more time. Open the eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I want to see you. To see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory Pour out your power and love As we sing holy, holy, holy Holy, 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 holy Holy, holy, holy Holy, holy, holy I want to see you yeah holy 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 Come on, holy 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 yeah. holy 
to see you one more time holy he's holy 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 yes god i want to see you to see you high to see you high and lifted up shining in the light of your glory pour out your power as we sing holy to see you high to see you high and lifted up shining in the light of your glory yes pour out your power and love as we sing holy holy oh we say it again holy 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 i want to see one more time holy 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 to see you yes God I love you Lord <laughs> oh your mercy never fails me all my days I've been held in your hand from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head, I will sing of the goodness of God. Okay, ladies, hold up. I'm going to change the keys. Went to the wrong keys, sorry. your mercy never fails me it's okay <laughs> in all my days I've been held in your hands from the moment that I wake up until I lay my head I will sing help me God and the goodness of God all my life You've been faithful. And all my life you have been faithful. Yes. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am able, I will sing. Yes, God of the goodness of god i love this verse i love your voice you have led me through the fire in darkest night you are close like no other i've known you as a father I've known you as a friend yes I have lived yes God I will we're gonna do that verse again everyone singing I love your voice I love your voice 
You have led me through the fire <laughs> in darkest night. You are close like no other. Yeah. I've known you as a father. I've known you as a friend. <laughs> I have lived in the goodness of God. Yes, God. All my life. Yeah, God. And all my life you have been faithful. Thank you, Lord. And all my life you have been so, so good. With every breath that I am, yes, God. I will sing, yes, Lord, in the goodness of God. We're going to do that again all my life. All my life you have been faithful. All my life you have been so, so good. <laughs> With every yes, Lord. sing of the goodness okay we need to do that again you know we need to remind ourselves of the faithfulness of God he's a good God he only has good only good he's faithful always so just lift your voice to him all my life you've been faithful he's not about to stop now here we go and all my life you have been faithful, thank you, Lord. And all my life you have been so, so, so good. With every breath that I am able, yes, God, I will sing of the goodness of God. I will sing of the goodness of God. We bless you, Jesus. And I exalt thee. <coughs> I exalt thee. Just lift your voices to him. I exalt thee. Yeah. I will. I exalt thee. Uh huh. Oh, Lord. For thou, O oh Lord. For thou, O oh Lord. Just lift your voice to him. On highest, above all the earth. Thou art exalted. Oh, God, 
for thou yes lord on high above all the earth thou art exalted far above all gods come on church one voice God. I exalt thee. I exalt thee. <laughs> Yes, I will. I exalt thee. Yes, God. Oh, yes. Lord. We're going to do the verse again. I just want to hear you. For thou, O Lord, art high yeah. above all Beautiful. the earth. Thou art exalted. Bless you, Lord. We're so thankful. So thankful. So thankful. Okay, lift your voice to him now. And I exalt thee. I exalt thee. I exalt thee. Lord. going to sing to him. Lord, I bless you, Lord. I magnify your name. You are so mighty and so holy. We worship you. We lift you high. Oh, we bless you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for your presence. Yeah, thank you. We're going to give him time today. We bless you, Lord. Yeah. 
us, God. We bless you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. We magnify your name. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We're here to see you. We're not here to see anybody or anything else today. We're here to hear from you. Oh, we bless you, Lord. We magnify your name, O oh God. His name is Jesus. <laughs> His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Oh, hallelujah! Zemanda brebese ke ti alaraman yoshe telarabasa. Elamandio torre deve si ke namandole ne. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we bless you, Lord. We praise you. We bless you. We praise. If you have the interpretation, just go right ahead.
Amen. Thank you, Jesus. We praise you. We thank you for your word, Lord. Thank you for your kindness to us. Hallelujah. Just a few more seconds here, okay? We bless you. Yeah, go ahead and be seated if you need to. That's fine. We're just going to give him time today. Hallelujah. We bless you, Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. We exalt oh, you all day long, 24 mm. 7 belongs mm -hmm. to you. I exalt you, Jesus, your precious holy name, in your precious holy name, Jesus. Hallelujah. We give you the glory, Lord. Hallelujah. Say his name, Jesus. Jesus. Say his name, Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Say Jesus. Jesus. Say Jesus louder. Say Jesus. Come on, church. Let me hear you say Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, glory. We praise your name, Jesus. Yeah, yeah. We give you the glory, Jesus. Yes. Thank your you, Lord. Your precious name, Jesus. Well, bless the Lord. What a wonderful presence here today. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We'll have more ministry time late. No. Uh, okay. We're going to go ahead and have ministry time now. Ladies, just stay up here with me. If anybody wants to come up to the altar just to pray, you don't need me to lay hands on you. If you do, I will after the service. I know this is probably a little uh, unusual or irregular, but we're just going to go with the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Anybody want to come? That's fine. If not, we'll just move on. We're giving you time today, Jesus. Holy Spirit, we want to see you move in these services. We don't want some man-made idea of what a service should be. We want you. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Okay. Okay, hallelujah. Well, we're going to go on then. If you need prayer afterwards, I'll be happy to pray with you then. 
We're going to go ahead and take up our offering. So you stay in this atmosphere of worship, but um, gentlemen, come on up. You can receive the offering however you do. Girls, thank you. Father, we thank you. We thank you for these gifts that people are bringing. We thank you. Let it be enough to meet every need here. And bless the people that give. And we thank you for it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Oh my gosh, praise the Lord. So awesome. Uh, no, I've got one. Thank you so much. Let me get it. Well, I just want to say thank you again for allowing me to come back and have the privilege to be here to minister. It's always good to be with John and Carla and the family, but it's always good to be with the household of faith. Praise God. You've done a lot here in the building. You've got new curtains, I see, new pews. It's wonderful, looks great. Also, how many of you are a part of the ladies' prayer on Thursdays? Is it the prayer meeting, Bible study, what is it, Carla? Or Wednesday night, it was Wednesday night. You all prayed for my flight. Thank you, no lost luggage, no holdups, no nothing. So I wanna say thank you for praying. I had everything with me. I had two bags crammed full, and I put it on the plane with me just so it wouldn't be lost. So <laughs> praise God. Amen. Well, I'm going to open up in prayer, and then we're going to get right into the Word. Today I want to talk to you and minister to all of us about how do we encourage ourselves in the Lord. We go through seasons in our life that somebody may not be there. What do you do? When no one is there to encourage you, we're going to look at the life of David, what he did, and I'm going to give you about four pointers of what you can do, okay? All of us need to be encouraged, but what do we do when we don't have anybody there, when your pastor's not there? I know you're looking for a pastor, and I believe, God, you're going to get one, the right man. But what do you do when you don't have that? That's what we're going to talk about today, amen? Well, let's pray. Father, I just want to give you thanks for your presence here today. Thank you for moving. Thank you, Jesus, that you are always with us. You never leave us. You've always been faithful, and you always will be faithful. And we thank you for that uh, reminder, not just in the music, but in the word that came forth this morning already. We thank you for it. Thank you for the anointing that destroys every yoke and removes every burden. In Jesus' name, we thank you. Amen. All right, how many of you have a Bible? Praise God. We're not going to have scriptures on the screen. I did that on purpose. But I, we're going to go through a lot of scriptures, okay? So let's turn, first of all, uh, Deuteronomy 31. But I'm going to give you some facts first. How to encourage yourself in the Lord. The phrase be strong occurs 36 times in the Bible. 
Most of them are in the Old Testament. I know pastor is sitting back here. If I give any information that's not correct, please straighten me out. I, I welcome that. I don't want to give any wrong information. Be courageous is mentioned six times in the Bible. Courage is 114 times. 75 times in the Old Testament, 39 times in the New Testament. So I think it's important that the Lord is getting a, a point across not only to Moses, Joshua, David, but to us today. He doesn't want us to be discouraged. And uh, discouragement is, there's a, it's a part of fear. Fear is a part of discouragement. We'll get into that. But the definition of discouragement or discouraged is having lost confidence or enthusiasm or disheartened. Now, I'm not going to ask for a show of hands because I know all of us have been there. We have all been discouraged from time to time. But when it comes, it, it comes when you do the right things but see no or little result. Isn't that true? You get discouraged because you keep doing the right things, you do the right things, but yet you don't see any fruit of that. You can get, I can get discouraged. Discouragement should not be tolerated or accepted. It's not a part of our kingdom. Jesus is not discouraged. God is not discouraged. That's not a part of who we are, is it? We're from the kingdom of God, kingdom of heaven. Even though we're tempted to get discouraged and we all face it, we don't have to stay there. Okay, we have to fight against it. Self-pity will come in if we don't and makes it more difficult. I've been there. I've been in a challenge the last month. Um, I was telling John and Carla that years ago I, I was delivered, or I guess I grew through jealousy because of my background, home life. I was a jealous person where relationships because of insecurity. And I got free from that and had no problem for years, for years and years. And just this last, uh, last few months, that has tried to come back to my life. Well, I had to stand against it, you know. Jealousy, it's, it's wrong thinking, it's, it's just listening to the lies of the devil. And we all have to do this. Your thing may not be jealousy. You know, we go through the, the, the uh, 1 Corinthians 13, the love chapter. It gives us all the things on love. And I think the last time I was here, I talked about how to walk in love. Jealousy is a part of that chapter. That's not a part of us. Or it, it doesn't have to be anyway. Your flesh is not going to feel like fighting against it, but you have to. We have to take a stand. We have to grow up and take a stand against these things that come against our lives. Would you agree? Yes. We just don't have to settle for anything from the kingdom of darkness. It takes effort. It takes strength. It takes courage, but we can do it. God wants us to do it. Amen. All right, let me get there. Deuteronomy 31. <clears throat> I'm not going to keep you long. I don't know what you're used to, but I don't usually go long. 31 verses 6 through 8. Okay, Joshua is appointed a new leader after Moses, right? He's getting ready to leave the scene. Um, can you imagine what, what Joshua is about to face? You know, Moses was leader of all these millions of people. Now Moses is going to die and... Uh, it's, it's on Joshua. So let's read uh, do, uh, 31, 6 through 8. Be strong and of a good courage. Fear not, nor be afraid of them 
of who? The people, the armies. For the Lord thy God, he it is that goes with you. He will not fail you nor forsake you. And Moses called unto Joshua and said unto him in the sight of all Israel. Now Moses is saying this in front of the whole people that he's about ready to take command of. Be strong and of a good courage. For you must go with this people unto the land which the Lord has sworn unto their fathers to give them. And you shall cause them to inherit it. And the Lord, he it is that does go with you or before you, he will not He will be with you and will not fail you, neither forsake you, fear not, neither be dismayed. So he's telling him to be strong, don't be afraid, don't be dismayed. It all goes together. All right, let's go to Deuteronomy chapter 34, a couple chapters over. 5 through 12. My main message today is on the life of David, but I want you to see that Joshua had to go through this too. How many times God was telling them to be strong? 34, 5 through 12. So Moses, the servant of the Lord, died there in the land of Moab, according to the word of the Lord. And he buried him in a valley in the land of Moab over against Beth Peor. But no man knows of his sepulcher unto this day. And Moses was 120 years old when he died. His eye was not dim, nor his natural force abated or diminished. The children of Israel wept for Moses in the plains of Moab 30 days. They mourned his death for 30 days. So the days of weeping and mourning for Moses were ended, and Joshua the son of Nun was full of the spirit of wisdom, for Moses had laid his hands upon him, and the children of Israel hearkened unto him and did as the Lord commanded Moses. And there arose not a prophet since in Israel, like unto Moses, whom the Lord knew face to face, in all of the signs and the wonders which the Lord sent him to do in the land of Egypt to Pharaoh and to all his servants and to his land. And in all that, and in all that mighty hand and in all the great terror, terror which Moses showed in the sight of Israel. I think I went too far. No, yes. Okay. That's fine. So Moses died. The people warned him 30 days, right? Go, let's continue. Joshua 1. Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I give them, give to them, even to the children of Israel. Let's go on down. He tells him what's going to happen. I want to go down to verse 6. Be strong and of a good courage, for unto this people shall you divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them. God said to Joshua, Moses is dead. Get up and go. Right? He's just not. He, the time of mourning was over. It's time to stop mourning. It's time to get up. It's time to move. Get these people going. And he said, be strong and of a good courage. How do you do that? You just go, okay, I will. I don't think it works like that. Why would God say over and over to be strong? Not just to them, but to us today. Because he knows we're going to need it. 
He knows that in the days ahead, if, you, if you've come through difficulty, praise God. And we all have. But guess what? In the future, there might be more. So we have to be strong. And how do you do that? We're going to get to that in a minute. All right, let's go now. We're going to talk about David. Go to 1 Samuel, please. Chapter 30. I'm going to read this and then go back. So uh, it's on purpose. I'm not just backtracking for nothing. 1 Samuel chapter 30. We're going to read 1 to 9. And it came to pass when David and his men were come to Ziklag on the third day that the Amalekites had invaded the south and Ziklag had and smitten Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken the women captives that were therein. They slew not any, neither great or small, but carried them away and went on their way. So David and his men came to the city and behold, it was burned with fire and their wives and their sons and daughters were taken captives. Then David and the people that were with him, the people that were with him were the men that fought with him, his soldiers. And David and the people that were with him lifted up their voice and wept until they had no more power to weep. Have you been there? I've been there a few times. When you're facing something and you cried, but you have no more cry in you. That's where David was. Until they had, and the men had no power to weep. Now David, and David's two wives were taken captive, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess and Abigail the wife of Nabal the Carmelite. And David was greatly distressed for the people spake of stoning him. Because of the soul, because the soul of all the people were grieved, every man for his sons and for his daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord his God. And David said to Abathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, I pray thee, bring me hither the ephod. And Abathar brought thither the ephod to David. And David inquired at the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue after this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered him, Pursue, for thou shalt surely overtake them. And without fail, recovered all. Praise God. So David went, he and his 600 men that were with him, and came to the brook Bezor, where those that were left behind stayed. There were 200 men that, le- that were left behind, 600 were with him. David encouraged himself in the Lord. He inquired of God after he did that, right? He encouraged himself. He said, okay, I'm going to show you what he did or why you th- why, how he encouraged himself. All right, let's go on. 17 to 20, verses 17 to 20. And David smote them from the twilight even unto the evening of the next day. And there escaped not a man of them, save four hundred young men, which rode upon camels and fled. And David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away. And David rescued his two wives. And there was nothing lacking to them, neither small or great, neither sons or daughters, neither spoil or anything they had taken to them. David recovered all. All right, so that's all. So David recovered all. So I want now to go to... Um, 1 Samuel 17, we're going to see what it, what it looks like how, to, uh, for David to encourage himself. 1 Samuel 17, verses 32 through 37. And David said to Saul, 
Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go. And we're talking about David and Goliath, right? The Philistines and, and the army. Okay, he's talking to Saul. Let no man's heart fail because of him. Your servant will go and fight with this Philistine. And Saul said to David, you're, you're not able to go against this Philistine to fight with him, for you're just a youth. It was kind of real snotty. You're just a youth. And, and I, I can envision that. And he, a man of war from his youth. And David said to Saul, your servant kept his father's sheep. Okay, here it is. Here is what David reminded himself of when he agreed to go get the Philistine, the giant. David said to Saul, your servant kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and I smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. The servant slew both the lion and the bear, and, his, and this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he has defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. And Saul said to David, Go, and the Lord be with you. David reminded Saul and himself what God had done before for him. He slew the bear and the lion with his own bare hands, right? And to him, this giant was nothing more than another attack. And he was able to do it because he was going in the name of the Lord. Are you all seeing this? He reminded himself of what God had already done for him. So when we come in, in into a situation that we're discouraged, we need answers, instead of focusing on that, focus on what God's already done for you, how he's already brought you through something, probably a lot of somethings. He's brought me out of a lot of somethings. But just remind yourself, okay, so that's David. That's what it looked like for him. He reminded Saul and himself. So now... We're going to go to the New Testament. When no one else is around to help you or me, what do we do? How can we encourage ourselves? I want to go to 2 Timothy. All the T's are together, right? Thessalonians, Timothy, Titus, 2 Timothy, chapter 1. Second Timothy 1, 6 and 7. Wherefore... Paul is talking to Timothy, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you by putting on of my hands. For God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. So number one, when no one else is around to help you, remind yourself and the devil what God has promised you. God has not given you a spirit of fear. Amen. Remind, you got to remind the devil, probably daily. You know, tonight I'm going to teach on how do we take our authority over him. And if you can be here, I, please be here. Not everybody knows how to stand every day in that, in that position. You know, I'm, I'm taking a side trail here. Jesus is seated in the heavenlies, right? We are seated with him in the heavenlies. So with that being said, we are looking down at the devil and his stuff. We rule from a place of victory because of who we are in Jesus. You don't have to let the devil run over you. Oh, okay. 
I'll say that for tonight. How do we take our authority over him? So if you want to hear that, come, come be with us tonight. Okay, but number one, remind yourself and the devil what God has promised you. Let's go to 1 Peter 5. Oh, man, it's so important. I know, Pastor, you know this, but it's so important for the body of Christ to learn who we are in Jesus so we can have walk in victory every day. We don't have to be subject to the things of the devil. Okay, 1 Peter 5, 6 through 9. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in, in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Be sober and vigilant, because your adversary, the devil, as a roaring lion, walketh about, walketh about seeking whom he may devour, whom resist steadfast in the faith, knowing that the same afflictions are accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. So we come against... Uh, we, we, we encourage ourselves by re reminding ourselves and the devil what God has promised us. Amen. These are just some scriptures that tell you that we can do that. The devil's already been defeated. Number two, find scriptures to fight with and open your mouth. You have to open your mouth when you're going to fight against the devil. The Bible says that life and death are in the power of the tongue, right? And in Mark, uh, three, uh, Mark 11, 23... I'm sure all of you know that. Have faith in God. Whoever shall say to this mountain, be thou removed, and not doubt in his heart, but say. You say three times in those scriptures, believe once. So we have to find scriptures to fight with and open our mouths. Let's go to 1 Timothy 1.18. Thank you, Jesus. You're quiet this morning, and I hope it's just because you're listening and taking it in. 1 Timothy 1.18. This charge I commit unto thee, son Timothy, according to the prophecies which went before on thee, that you by them might war a good warfare. How many of you have ever in your life been given a word from somebody? From a pastor, from an evangelist, from a minister, from a word. You've been given a word. You can fight with that word. Yes. You have to remind yourself. Fight with it. We, we were given a word this morning about how Jesus is with us. He's never failed us. He will never fail us. In the future, he'll be with us. He's been faithful. You can fight. When you have thoughts of that discouragement in your mind saying, oh, nobody loves me. You say, no, shut up. I know what God said through so-and-so or whatever. You know what I mean. We use those words to fight with, to fight war, a good warfare. Nobody can do it for you. You have to do it. I'm, I'm sorry to say we all have to do this. Not just be a hearer of the word, but a doer. That's where the victory comes in. That's where the um, help comes from. We have to do it, not just hear it. I do too. I'm not talking, uh, me, me too. I have to do it. Okay, find scriptures to fight with and open your mouth. Let's do one more on that. 2 Timothy 2, since we're there. <clears throat> 3 and 4. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with a pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of you in my prayers night and day, 
greatly desiring to see you, being mindful of your tears, that I may be filled with joy. Now this is Paul talking to him. When I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in you, which dwelt first in your grandmother Lois and your mother Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in you also. Wherefore, I put you in remembrance that you stir up the gift of God, which is in you by the putting on of my hands. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. We don't have to be afraid. In those times of discouragement, in those times when you're looking or facing a situation, maybe with a family member, maybe with the bank, or your, who knows, your health, you don't have to be or succumb to what you see. And we're going to get to that in a minute. God's word has final authority. Amen. All right, uh, let's, let's go on. Are y'all with me? Amen. Everybody's good? Okay, number three, think of past experiences when God has given you the victory. If he did it once, he'll do it again. He may not do it the same way. Now, do you remember when David was uh, fighting again against the Philistines, and he inquired of the Lord, do I, and they were somewhere, I forget, I'm sorry, this is just coming to me, so I didn't have it planned. But uh, he inquired of the Lord, do I go up and pursue them? And God said, go. So he went up and he, and he got the victory over the Philistines. Well, uh, the Philistines were coming a different way. And the Bible says that David again inquired of the Lord. He said, do I persuade? Good morning, ladies. Welcome. Do I pursue after them? And God said, no. I want you to go down to where the mulberry trees are. And I want you to stay there. And then when you hear the rustling in the trees, when you hear the going, I think the Bible says, that's when you're going to pursue them. So the first time, God said immediately, yes, pursue. Second time, he said, no, do this. So my point is, God will show you what to do every time, but it may not be the same. It may not be the same answer, the same way, but he will show you what to do, give you the victory. All right, amen. He'll do it again. And uh, let's see, the last one, don't look at what is seen. It's only temporary. Let's go to 2 Corinthians. I know all of us have faced challenges, health issues, money issues, whatever, family. But if we find a scripture, if we get in the word of God and just pray and believe God, he's for us. Everything evil, bad, sickness, disease, calamity is not from God. He doesn't have it in heaven. It's not who he is. And when we're born again, we've got that nature in us, right? We've got the Holy Ghost in us. And the Bible says that that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in us. So we don't have to live on this earth subject to those things. But we don't have to know how to get through them because they affect all of us, right? They affect us all. We live down here in this earth. I think I may have shared the first time, I, I don't know, one time I was here. You know, <laughs> I hate to say this. Uh, I was... I thought I was Miss Super Christian. Nothing would touch me. Nothing would hurt me. You know, I'm, I know the word of God. This was like 10 so many years ago. I don't know. And then I had an injury at school. 
I had to have double knee surgery because of it, and I was laid up for three months. I couldn't walk, and so the Lord really, I sought him, and I had to repent for pride, thinking I was Miss Super Christian, thinking nothing would ever touch me. You know that attitude. I had it. It was awful. And I felt so bad when God started revealing this to me. I was disappointed because I thought, God, how could this have happened? But uh, he was kind and gracious. But now I know life happens to everybody. But when it does, you have a way through it. The word of God. Uh, I healed up faster than the doctors thought I would, only because I, I sought God, repented, and, you know, he helped. But anyway, so the whole point is um, we have a way through with Jesus. So don't look at what is seen. Only It's only temporary. What did I say? 2 Corinthians 4, 17 and 18. <clears throat> you don't have to take my word for any of this. It's all in Scripture. You can you know, hope you jotted these Scriptures down. But uh, verses 17 and 18, let's read it. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, works for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. So if we can train ourselves, condition ourselves, help, if we can just grow up into who we really are, know who we really are, then these things that happen in our lives that, that, that arise, these surprise things, we don't have to be moved by those. We just have to know that our God is greater and he'll, send, he'll get us through those things, right? How many of you are facing something right now? Anything. It could be anything. Yeah, I think we all are. If you're not, get ready. <laughs> no, I'm teasing, uh, sort of. Um, <laughs> it's, you know, it, it happens. Stuff happens. So uh, you remember Paul and Silas? That they were thrown in jail for preaching the word. Uh, they were thrown in jail several times, but do you remember the account when the man was miraculously healed? And this is, this is Acts chapter 4 and the Sanhedrin came together, the religious leaders, the Sanhedrin, and their families got together and said, we don't want, see what's happening? They didn't want them uh, using the name of Jesus because it was the people were being drawn to them instead of the religious crowd. So they threatened them, straightly charged them, the Bible says, not to preach in that name again. And they said, well, you know, you may do this to us, but we're not going to stop. You have to have that resolve. You're not, when you're threatened, when you're uh, in the workplace and somebody doesn't like you talking about Jesus, oh, well, sorry. You know what I'm saying. So Paul and Silas were in jail. The Bible says at midnight, uh, on another account, at midnight, they prayed and sang praises. You know, praise... Uh, the Bible told me once a few years ago, I was, I was waking up and the Lord said, praise is the highest expression of your faith. Because when you're believing God for something, it takes faith, right? When you praise him through that, before you even see the answer, when you praise him for the answer, you're going to see the answer. 
It's the highest expression of your faith. That's what he told me. So Paul and Silas prayed and sang praises at midnight, the darkest hour in their life. The place was shaken. A supernatural occurrence happened, and they were loosed. Everybody was loosed, right? The jailer was going to kill himself because it was going to be his head if somebody escaped. You all remember that story. So they sang and prayed. Don't look. They didn't really look at what, was, what they were in, right? Their surroundings. They were in stocks in the inner prison, terrible place, but they sang and prayed. Yeah, praise the Lord. So remind yourself and the devil what God has promised you. Don't let anybody take those promises from you, not even your family. If you're standing on something and you're believing God and you know it's scriptural, then go for it, no matter what anybody says. Find the scriptures to fight with, and we have to open our mouths. We have to open our mouths. You may not feel like it. I may not feel like it. But if we want to see the victory, complete victory, we have to do this. Think of past experiences when God has given you the victory. If he did it once, he'll do it again. And don't look at what's seen. It's only temporary. These are just some ways. This is not an all-inclusive list. There's probably more ways that you can even come up with. But these are four ways that God showed me. If we want to walk in victory down here, how many of us want to grow up into him? I do. Jesus is coming back for a glorious church without schism, without spot or wrinkle. And it's going to have to take the body of Christ to grow up into him, right? Not into what somebody may think you should do. Our, 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 our guide is the Bible and what Jesus has already done for us. We have to find out, and I'll talk more about this tonight in the epistles, in Hebrews, who we are in Jesus. Every scripture in the New Testament, in him scriptures, that's you. When you read something in him, okay, that's mine, I get that, in him. It's you, because he is in us, right? <laughs> Amen. All right. Well, that's all I have to share this morning, That all that God has given me. I do want to ask uh, if you, let's all stand. If I jumped around and didn't make sense, forgive me. God will reveal that to you. But we have to take authority over discouragement. We just can't live every day being discouraged. That's not a part of God's kingdom. The Bible says that the joy of the Lord is our strength. We can walk in that joy. So, Patrick, if you have a song, uh, uh, just a song, just play it. I want to open up these altars, and if you would like prayer, if you're facing something, you need agreement, whatever, I'd be happy to pray with you. If not, we'll be dismissed. But I just want to give us time for the Lord to do whatever in your life. All right? So I'm going to come down front. If you want to come for prayer, come on ahead. And when we're dismissed, we'll see you tonight at 6 o'clock. How to take your authority over the enemy. Amen. Father, we worship you. We worship you. We worship you. We bless you. We praise you. We thank you for this opportunity. We thank you. We bless your name. We worship you, Jesus. Glory to God. Glory to God. Praise you, Lord. Ha, ha, ha. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise God. If you want prayer, just come on up. Hallelujah. We worship you. Yes, ma'am. Hi.
God just did? Hallelujah. He just healed your shoulder. He healed my shoulder. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Yeah, you won't lose it either. You won't lose it. Amen. Anybody else?
loves his people so much. Oh, it's so wonderful up here. Anybody else? Did you need prayer? Just stay with her, if you will.
Pain is gone from your feet, neuropathy and hands. What about it? They're a little tingly and your breathing is better. Praise the Lord. Mike had floaters and couldn't read without reading glasses, but he says it's, they're both a little better. You know, sometimes healings are progressive. It's not instant. That's why you have to keep saying, thank God the healing power of God is working in my body. You're giving your voice. Remember, open your mouth. You're giving your voice, uh, talking to your body, right? The healing. This goes for everybody. No matter what you deal with, the healing power of God is working in my body. I have to do it too. Amen. So you know, you've experienced that. Yeah. Okay, praise God. Well, God bless you both. Keep thanking Him. Amen. Anybody else? How you doing? You look better. Your, your countenance. No, your countenance looks better. Looks great. Anybody else? All right. Well, don't miss tonight if you... Did you...
All right, well, praise the Lord. Thank you for coming this morning. Please come back if you can. I have some literature, uh, something I typed up on how to take your authority. So I do it every morning. My time when school starts, uh, I have an hour and a half drive one way to school. And so that's my time with the Lord, how I take my authority every morning driving. And uh, so if you want to know how to do that, if you can't come back, I'll leave the copies here with the church, John and Carla, and you can pick one up Wednesday or whatever. Let's all stand and we'll pray and be dismissed. Hallelujah. Keep saying, the healing power of God is working in my body. Yes. Father, we want to thank you for what you've done already today and what you're going to continue to do throughout the day. And then as we come back tonight, learn our authority. We thank you for this provision that Jesus gave us. Now I speak a blessing over every person today. Thank you for safety and for rest until we come back tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you all.